Welcome to the EWN Sport Fantasy Football Podcast, your homegrown community in the FPL universe. Well, it was a big week for some of us. I pulled the wild card trigger, so I'll talk about that in a little bit. But yeah, we're into game week seven coming up. Game week six, quite eventful. A couple of players come back from injury and others getting injured. We had Champions League, then we had the League Cup uh, after the international break. So quite a bit of football going around. Uh, but our focus is uh, on the football pitch, but also on the FPL. FPL stats and points. So, guys, let's go around the room and uh, find out how you did in the past game week. Uh, let's start with uh, Ash on that side. Cool. Um, Evo FC is the team. I had a very bad game week coming in with 59 points. Um, yeah, I had Dinya in my team and Yerimina, and Mina scored an own goal, giving him minus one. Um, Dinia only scored one point Game week started off well I had Rico Rico started with like five points I was like yes I'm having a good game week this coming weekend um, Starting with five points And then Yeah everything fell apart Because none of my team's players really scored It was just Aguero Scored me 18 points as my captain um, Salah with an assist And then I had McGinn on the bench Second substitute 10 points Could not get him in Sad game week. Adrian, uh, how'd you do? Uh, worse than Ashley. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, yeah, I keep doing this to myself. But yeah, what didn't work for me, Sterling didn't play. I had him as my captain. Mm. Um, Maitland-Niles got the red card, uh, minus three points. Minya, yeah. own goal. You know, it just went all all, all wrong for me. Sideways. All, all, all fronts. Rashford got injured. I don't know how much worse it could get for me, guys. I'm really struggling here. But uh, yeah, I look forward to this weekend. You need yeah. to get some of that, some good juju from your brother. Yeah, <laughs> like, you've yes. got the bad juju right now. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. stuck with maybe, it. I'm maybe maybe do your transfers on a Monday. <laughs> I mean, look at it. Does, does, uh, David David Silva and Aubameyang were responsible for 21 of my 35 oh, points. Wow. I mean, the rest just wow. just did nothing. <laughs> Nightmare. Yeah, Adrian still sent sent a pic over the weekend in the group saying, "Lucas, join me in." The boat at the bottom. The like race to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Myself and Adrian's like right there. Yeah, what happened to Coffee Bean? <laughs> no, we're still above Coffee Bean. Oh, are you? Yeah. <laughs> the comeback's still on. Sorry, Coffee Bean. So, yeah, uh, like I mentioned, uh, I, p- I pulled the wildcard trigger. Now, it worked out for me. 81 points for the Wrath of Cain. Wow. Um, and, uh, yeah, I brought in Benjamin Mendy. He didn't bring any points. Played 45 minutes, I think, in that mm. match. Uh, with the routing. Um, as we as we forecast of Watford, um, so Mendy no points in that game, uh, just a single. Um, but I think he's going to have a lot to offer. So that was that wasn't uh, a bad one. Uh, Alexander Arnold got me some points, uh, but I kept him. Um, Lundstrom came in as a sub. He was my second sub because uh, uh, Greenwood didn't play. He was my first sub, um, and then yeah, so I got those twelve points. Um, but. Uh, yeah, my midfield, I changed it up a little bit. Um, brought in Pepe from Arsenal. Um, you know, De Bruyne was in my team. And then uh, Ozil and Aubameyang from Arsenal as well. So the thinking behind Arsenal was kind of, uh, you know, the good fixtures coming up. Mm. Um, so I want to cash in on that. And uh, Aubameyang and Pepe both delivered. Obviously, De Bruyne delivered for me. And Aguero, I captained him, got me the 18 points. Um, I also had a red card, uh, Dendonka. No, not a red card, an old own goal. So Dendonka played for me. Uh, that's the price I had to pay with the wild card. Right there. Mm. I've got Dendonka in midfield, Cantwell. Um, so yeah, hopefully it hopefully it works out for me going forward. But eighty one points, I am happy. So oh. there was a lot of luck this game yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I said, 
Adrian, I wouldn't worry them. Your the things that happen to your team are just yeah. Well, <laughs> sure. Think of the Sterling captains. The captain Sterling, vice captain De, uh, De Bruyne, and yeah. Well, I mean, and it worked a long time. And then, and then when Sterling didn't play, yep. got most of those players got Lundstrom as a replacement. So it's just yeah. Yeah. winning. Yeah, I just think we had all the wrong Man City players in our team. I mean, they won eight 0 exactly, yeah. and <laughs> we both had Sterling in our team. Um, I fortunately did not captain Sterling, but like we had him in the team. They scored eight goals. Sterling wasn't there. Mm. Um, De Bruyne was on fire, Bernardo Silva was on fire, yeah. David Silva and was Bernardo on fire. Bernardo Silva actually finally delivered on his uh, underlying stats. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, which is yeah. quite cool. Jason, what's up, man? Pope Eaton uh, blessed me with 61 points, which is not bad. Yeah, it was, it was decent, decent. Uh, above the average, but I still saw um, red arrows. I've seen red arrows since game week three. I'm hanging around like early 200. To middle, like middle end two hundred thousand, which isn't bad. So I'm not worrying. That's why I haven't you know pulled any wild cards or anything. But so yeah, sixty one in total. Um, what worked was um, Kevin De Bruyne and uh, old Pereira at the back there from Leicester got me a nice little goal. Um, what didn't was the captain again, Raheem Sterling. And before we before kick off, I had the vice captaincy on KDB, but then thought better of it at the end. I thought, <laughs> no, you know what. It's time for a little bit of a bombing, just as because I wasn't sure whether this is the problem with Man City is that you start to overthink and the Pep Roulette comes in and he plays the mind game. So I thought, listen, let me not throw both captaincies into one team. I don't know who's going to start, who's benching, whatever. So I thought, let me be safe mm-hmm. and put that armband <laughs> on a bombing, and a bomber. No, <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. So of course, Jason. Uh, checking out the the stats, uh, we move over to the stats corner. I, I don't know what he's got in, up his sleeve uh, this week. Um, anything on your mind, Jason? Yes, <laughs> lots, <laughs> lots, lots on my mind. Stats are all over the place at the moment. There was just some uh, when I was looking through. There was one thing to uh, of interesting to notice, and then we, and we kind of touched on it last week. Is but if you just go to you know the uh, fantasy Premier League uh, websites and you go to the stats page. It's very interesting to see that like at least the top oh, 10 12 like 15 players there's no child, there's no defenders there there's just no defenders mm. reaching those top points they're, they're not in form clean sheets are yeah. not happening so yeah, yeah. I'm looking at I'm looking at it now so Lundstrom is the highest scoring defender yeah and I mean he's he was four at the start of the season 32 points that's um and 31 mm. for Alexander Arnold so it's premium not getting a lot of points yeah. but I think Jason I think if you if you sort of do the points per points per million if you do the, the the cost, the power ratio on on the cost of the players, then then you probably can see some value in a defender. Mm, I mean, then but TAA always yeah. kind of pops his head up, uh, which is good to see. Um, but I thought I'd play another another game of uh, name by numbers. Ah. So this is where I uh, spit out a few digits, and it's on you to decide who this player is. Are you ready? Yeah, I shall put my there phone away. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, right. Switching my PC off. Good, good. <laughs> Right, I, 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 as in this player, have played 497 minutes so far. I've scored three goals. I've assisted three times. Um, currently averaging uh, 3.8, so just under four shots per 90 minutes. And I'm making just under 1.5 key passes per 90 minutes. Who am I? Hmm. I think the ones that you want to 
hone in are the goals and the assists. Three goals, Cantwell? three assists. Three goals. You just wait your turn, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> Is he right? I, I, I feel like... To say I'm Ooh, go I, I like that now that you think that by him saying that he's now right, so uh, we'll, we'll 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 go this way. There's a statistical way to handle this. <laughs> no, I mean there's a Google way to handle this. <laughs> okay, so let's let's have you have you all uh, pondered? I'm thinking. Okay, let's just go. Ash, you're you're, you're it's on the tip of your tongue. So. Mason Mount. We got a Mason Mount. I say Cantwell. Still saying with Cantwell. De Bruyne. De Bruyne. Man, has like nine assists almost. Oh, is it? <laughs> I'm so, I think could be wrong. I think I'm I'm two for two because the first time no one got it, and second time around no one's got it. I'm speaking of Roberto Firmino. Ah, uh, wow. that that was probably the worst Brazilian accent. How many minutes did you say he played? Four hundred and uh, four hundred ninety-seven. Hmm. Which was was quite interesting because then I went to go and have. Uh, a look at his actual stats because he's not playing full 90 minute games um, so that's why it's, I mean most guys are playing like 5-14 minutes but, but yeah. his form has picked up oh yeah you're looking at that the threat statistic on the website he still leads Salah which is unheard of for Liverpool Salah takes the most shots in that team in the box outside the box all of it mm. and this season Firmino is actually out shooting Salah whether or not those are big chances is another question, but I do think he at this point represents better value than Salah. If if yeah. I was if I was on a wild card, <laughs> I would I would perhaps consider Firmino as my Liverpool asset above above Salah at this point, even above Mane, because I find Mane to be yes, he does score goals, he scores points, but I I don't think he has as many chances as the other two. So he right. has less opportunities, but but puts them away. So I think yeah, Firmino is a I think is a good call. Good pick. Still 9.5? 9. 9. 9.5, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He shakes up the template quite a bit. Yeah. It's quite difficult for most teams to try and find a 9.5 mil slot up front when your, a lot of your budget is in the midfield. Yeah. But i got to say, I mean, going back to your, your earlier statistic about the forwards and the midfielders scoring all the points, um, it speaks to that idea of big at the back is not working. Um, kind of, I, I'm, I want three premium defenders. I just, why want that? It just gives me stability. But, I don't know if it's going to pay off. If you, I mean, going cheap at the back probably does open up a lot for your team, I think, up front. Big one. Big one to think about. Mm. Yeah, I just think moving forward for myself, I'm, I'm trying to get into a rhythm of not going premium defenders. As we can see for the past few game weeks, and I'm not saying this will happen for the rest of the season, but I want to have a bit of options in defense. Yeah choosing less premium defenders because let's face it like if, if Southampton is playing let's just say Newcastle chances of that game being no no is like yeah. 8 to 1 like you know um, and if you have like defenders from the home team chances are you're going to get a clean sheet yeah. with that 6 points 7 points 8 points and 9 points I don't know you might not get the assists like from your premium defenders yeah. like Alexander Arnold Robertson all those guys but you could get your 6 points which helps at the end of the day is better than one. Minus yeah, one. I, I, Minus I, I, two. Yeah, it's <laughs> just that the clean sheets are all of... I just don't trust any team for clean sheets, which is kind of like making me think maybe you should go for a defender that's going to give you a return beyond a clean sheet. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's tricky. And at those, at this point, Ash, I'm, I'm the opposite to you. I'm still going to go with my three premiums and hope that they bring me points regardless of clean sheet or not. Hmm. And Adrian, this must be pretty difficult territory for you <laughs> to kind of... Walk through because usually there's a, 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 a small handful of premium players that are 
performing for us and everyone seems to be going for them. This season, it's everybody's game and there's premium players all over the place to choose from. So it must yeah. be quite difficult for someone who's just trying to learn the lay of the land you now know, my, with all of this. My thinking in the beginning was to, you know, choose United, uh, sorry, choose Man City defenders, choose Liverpool defenders. They're not going to concede uh, too often. Um, as you said, this has kind of changed. You know, even City were conceding, Liverpool were conceding. So it's like, um, yeah, I struggle to to find that balance. And spending too much on a defender who's really not going to get you uh, points every week. Uh, I'd rather spend that on midfielders. But yeah, the game is so open these days. The league is so open. It's making it a lot of, uh, very difficult for me as a novice trying to figure out what is the best balance, uh, where to spend my money, um, and and the cons- inconsistency of, of defenses in the in the Premier League. Mm. Uh, yeah, and currently, if you look at the moment, the team that has the most clean sheets at the moment is West Ham. With three clean sheets so far this season, everyone else falls behind them. So, looking at your your premium defenders of seven more compared to um, Friedrichs Diop and West Ham defenders, that's all at like four point five. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm talking. It's tough to overlook them. At at the end of the day, for me, I am looking at long term. I want to boost up my and bolster my midfield more than my defense. I want to have the options at the back where I can choose home defenders over away defenders. Um, and if I have five defenders to choose from, that would be cool, especially when it comes to when I need to do a bench boost, knowing that all my players on the bench will score me points. Because at, at this moment, everyone yeah. having premium players in the team, they've got these 4.5 million strikers, midfielders on the bench that's not playing at all because they've got everything boosted in the first level, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but thinking long-term, when you need to get that bench boost, because it's pointless playing your bench boost if your team's not scoring on the bench. Yeah. So for me, it's just about thinking long term. Yeah, I, I agree with you on two points. Uh, the first thing, though, just to look at is um, clean sheets, like you mentioned, West Ham. But in terms of goals conceded, you're looking at Man City, Liverpool, uh, Leicester's up there as, as you know doing really well defensively. But they've never conceded more than one goal this season. So it's a tricky one because looking to the future, you might say Leicester has a good defense. Maybe they'll get clean sheets soon. So yeah. mm-hmm. that's the tricky thing. But the other the other point is um, you mentioned bench boost. But even before bench boost, uh, you know, you're kind of looking at your bench and saying, I need guys to come in. Even if it's for two points, it's going to make a difference. Um, Lundstrom has been amazing for lots mm-hmm. of managers. Yeah. So the bench is absolutely crucial. And I agree. It's, it's That kind of balance is something that I value right now. I need everybody playing. Um, and currently, uh, it might not be the case for my team, which is a problem. <laughs> for a lot of managers out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're all struggling. Um, Jason, uh, yeah, maybe not so much. But it's a beautiful maybe struggle. Maybe not so much. Uh, <laughs> it's a beautiful struggle. It's a, it's a fun struggle. But, who, but, but some of us are <laughs> struggling more than, than others. <laughs> Adrian, um, you've, you've, you've yet to get some help. Um, yeah. What do you need help with? My dumb question for the week, Jason. Injuries. Excuse the pun, but they seem to be hampering me at the moment. Um, the beginning of the season, I had Martial. He got injured. He's only back at the end of next month. Uh, I then had Rashford. He's gone as well. Um, what do I need to do to kind of overcome these kind of things? What is my thinking? Do I, do, do I transfer players out as soon as they get injured, or is it worth holding on to them, keeping them on the bench, hoping that they'll come back? Um, and and be and be back to their their normal selves. Um, I seem to be struggling with injuries at the moment. I think when you when you buy a player in the first place, you're generally buying someone for an extended period of time. 
unless you're doing a one week punt you know mm-hmm. you're just bringing someone in for one week and then and it's more than likely a fixture or something and then you swap them out again but if an injury happens to a player more often than not I feel you it's best to hold them because you've put a, you've invested in that player yeah. and they, they're in your team for a specific reason so I generally find it's better practice to hold but then again you know if someone lost their leg I wouldn't be holding on to him anymore because he is he's definitely become a bit of a liability only having one leg in a game of football oh wow yeah. you know what I mean yeah look I, I, I'll say knowledge is king because if you were watching uh, um, the Chelsea game when Mason Mount got tackled on the ankle yeah. and you watched his ankle turn sort of like 80 degrees <laughs> you, you, you'd say you'd, mm. you'd want to take him out you'd say oh that's a tough, that's a bad injury you know mm-hmm. he's, he's out of my team so but that's without any knowledge any info subsequent to that a couple of press conferences mm. uh, some news out of Chelsea it's not that bad he turns out that he might play and he did play I think ahead of schedule for most uh, managers yeah. so so that's an example of if you're going to look at it and go and gut you're going to probably not make a wise call as opposed to checking out every single piece of information Ash you've got a website that actually helps you with this yeah um, so um, chilling with my friend over the weekend is part of our EWN sounds fantasy sounds like the start of like a, a yeah. rap a rap song you, you know <laughs> uh, we're going to do this so yeah we were chilling and we are chatting and he's, he's quite a football fan he enjoys football loves watching, watching football he's a Liverpool fan but a football fan overall um, that's why we have these these nice chats about football. Um, so you were like telling me. I want me to share the website. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm getting there. Um, he's, part, he's part of our league. I just want to give some props to him. Mm. Uh, is Guido Christians um, team name Robo Klopp? Um, oh, yeah, quite cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's currently sitting in our league at number thirty three um, with three hundred and forty three points. Um, scoring this past game with 69 decent. which is which is quite decent yeah. yeah so we were chatting and he told me about this this one website called the Physiorum Premier League Injuries um, so it's quite a handy website if you want to look at like your injuries and things they do give you like a bit of information in terms of, of like a comment saying like um, it's not that bad or it's gone into surgery this is the issue um, the knee injury um, they give you a potential return date and things like that. And it's quite handy. It's quite accurate. Um, so you could use something like that to assist you with, when it comes to injuries. Yeah. Um, I think also it depends on the um, two things for me. There's uh, the price that's attached to that player that's injured. If it's a Salah or if it's a Sterling, you want to hold on to them in you know part of your mind says you want to hold on to them because they're a premium a premium asset but the other part goes well i've now got 12 and a half million sitting on my bench how long can this you know yeah. how, how long can i last with that so that's something to consider and then obviously you know you're a you're a sportsman you know understand sports so like if it's a hamstring injury sometimes it's good to get rid because those guys they say they're out for a week or two but they but you can see there's a niggle yeah. and they're not running yeah. at 100% for 
three, four, five weeks. Yeah. So sometimes it also depends on the injury, ankles, hamstrings, small knocks, if it's a bruising. That's why, you know, you wait for managers, press conferences and stuff like that. But I generally, if I see someone's done a hamstring, I'm, I'm looking to move. But if it's a small knock or, you know, something ankle related, I'm generally more inclined to hold on. Something similar to the, to the, the pricing that Jason was talking about is um, I, I made this mistake. So Mount was not in my, um, in my wildcard team. But effectively, there was there was value stuck in him. You know, he's mm-hmm. like he was like on six point five or something. Um, I I could only probably sell him for six point two. That's what the value I would have got on him six point two, six point three, whatever, yeah. something like that. Right. I can't afford him now. Right. Well, I can afford him, but I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna actually gonna pay a premium for him now, like a point two more uh, now. I think point three more than what I could possibly have sold him for. So sometimes you've got some value in a player gets injured, and if you sell him to get him back in your team, you're gonna have to spend a bit more cash. And I think you've got to consider that uh, just right. on a technical on a technical level, it might be better to hold and and hope that he doesn't lose value, and then you continue. Mm-hmm. But if he's going to lose value, um, it's it's not as bad because you've already gained some value with him. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay, so the two lessons are: it's don't be too hasty to get rid of them, and do the research. Make sure that you know understand what the injury is about and when they're likely to come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think also to to what Ash said earlier is, I think this is a it's a it's a contact sport people will get injured yep. make sure you've got a decent bench yeah Just where you can swap out Cause, so it. if you do have a decent bench and you feel it's a premium player um, let's go for a Sterling or Salah um, so Salah's on the bench um, he's injured you did your research it's going to be about three weeks do you really want to transfer Salah out at that, that, that price mm-hmm. and will you be able to bring him back when, when he does return um, if you have a bench where you could possibly swap him out for a lower, mediocre, more lower-priced player and he might score your points for those three game weeks, I would rather keep Salah, knowing that he's, he'll be back within three months, uh, three weeks. But if it's like three months, six months, yeah, then, then it's no, a no-brainer. No, then, then get yeah, rid. Yeah, get get rid. As soon as possible, yeah. I think. Cool. So, yeah, someone who didn't need his... Um, bench this week is uh, Mohamed Superman um, still leading our uh, mini league uh, Ash have you got some details there our mini league is picked up and uh, but yeah the guy on top is still the guy on top yeah yeah Mohamed Superman scored, scoring 71 points again this week um, total of 404 points um, Blade squad Brendan has scored 70 points so he scored one less than Mohamed coming in at a total of 400 points and in third, we have still Kalhat Rangers. Um, Riaz. Mm. He scored 83 points this game week. Yeah. yeah he's got total of Nice three going, Jens. That's yeah. a big total. Well, so. Yeah, it is. Yeah, those, <laughs> are, those, are, those, are, those are big points. Those are big points. Uh, Coffee Bean still fighting to get up uh, from the bottom there. Um, yeah. He's creeping up like, on myself and Jason. You know what? He's, he's, he's Coffee Bean got 75, uh, 57 points this week. Uh, yeah, Sorry. absolutely. <laughs> Jason, so, I think bad. <laughs> yeah. And a uh, shout out to uh, producer Eugene, who's made a little uh, appearance. Oh yes, in, in the, the top, top 10, ten at ten. Wow, well done to Eugene. Return. Your master scampi. name. How many of these can <laughs> we read out? <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So um, yeah, that was that was the mini league focus. I think we're going to do a lot more of that as it progresses. I think the the month of September. Do we have one more weekend left? We do. Yeah, yes. so one more weekend, then we can crown our September manager of the month. So um, 
I don't know. Uh, let's say, have a look at that quickly. Can I'm you have a look at that? for uh, that chocolate. <laughs> we said just, chocolate, right? I'm just going to uh, pull that up quickly. Bar, a Kit Kat, <laughs> maybe even a chomp. <laughs> So if we if we, what we call product placement, yeah, so yeah. by September, yeah. so so months was supposed to be well, Blade, Blade Squad is in the lead. So Brendan is is yeah. is yeah, he's kicking. Yes, one hundred and seventy nine points for September. Yeah. yeah, and second second place is Paul Peterson with yeah, Apex Legends. It's my youngest brother. Is that you? Okay. I've got I've got I've got two brothers in this league, and a son. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> He's, so the two brothers are leading uh, the guys, two it's podcasters. A, it's a <laughs> versus Peterson. <laughs> Come on, Paul, do it for the Petersons. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, 179 for Brendan, 154 for Paul, one weekend to play. That's going to be, I think, quite, quite interesting. Oh. So yeah. um, from the mini league, we go to the real league and... Uh, we do the, the weekend preview, the game week preview. Uh, game week seven. Um, I think the, 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 you've got Monday Night Football this weekend, which is interesting. Um, but it all starts with uh, another one of those games we want to call it for the big team. Sheffield United host Liverpool. On yeah. Saturday, early kickoff. So I, I can't, for me, Liverpool are by far the favourites. But Sheffield United have just produced the kind of football where, you know what? Maybe Liverpool won't have a clean sheet. I think Sheffield United might have um, uh, a problem with the captain. Uh, he might still be suspended, isn't it? We can just double check on that. But in any event, I feel like Liverpool are not going to have an easy game away Billy to Sheffield Shop. United. Yeah, Billy Sharp. Is he's he still, still suspended? Yeah. yeah. So that's going to uh, be a problem. He'll only return next month. Exactly. So, so, so that might that might be a sign that Liverpool or are in for some big points against Sheffield United. That's what I would be betting on. But uh, you can't call it that easily, eh? So um, I, I want to say it's going to be it's going to be a tough one to call. But captaining a, a Liverpool player is not out of the realm of um, of, of possibility. Mm. Captaincy yeah. choices this week are looking quite difficult. Yeah, yeah, it's, but it's not one of the easier weeks. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't overlook the Liverpool guys mm. in that one. Uh, then we've got um, uh, Villa versus Burnley, which is. Um, yeah, tough one to call as well. Uh, Bournemouth hosting West Ham, another one of those mid-table clashes. Both teams, I think, doing kind of well, but but you know, just not. Um, it's difficult to call between them, isn't it? And then Chelsea Brighton. Um, I think Jason, you want to have a look at that one for us. Chelsea versus Brighton. Chelsea at home, good on attack and some good defensive options. What do you think? I'm uh, I'm excited and nervous. Excited because Chelsea just seemed to be. Picking up speed, um, gaining momentum. The team seems to be gelling a lot more. And if you look at the likes of the EFL um, results, 7-1, uh, Hudson-Odoi is coming back, Batshuayi scoring. So there's goals in this Chelsea team. So I'm really, really excited for that game. Um, obviously, Bryson's changed their style of play, so they're a lot more attacking. So I'm hoping, again, it's going to be a really fun game to watch. I'm, I'm sad that uh, I think um, Trossard uh, is still injured, who's the one that we keep looking at from Brighton. But Gross could, you know, play a good game. And I've got my eye out on um, uh, Martin Montoya, who's a right uh, wing back uh, from Brighton. So, again, looking at these at these games, there's a lot of, like, these mid-level kind of clashes. It's going to be a very exciting week. You mentioned Hudson Odoi. Uh, do you think it's too soon um, to bring him in? I, I think he's been training for a long time. He's played now in the week. Um, I think he's five point nine, so he does add some value. Yeah, he's on my watch list. He's been on my watch list for a while. 
I've been waiting for that boy to come back from his injuries. Um, he'll, he'll be on my watch list for another week or so. Um, yeah. I'll be honest, my transfers were choices because I need to get rid of Sabalos, um, either between Mount or Hudson Odoi. Yeah. And Hudson Odoi, if he starts yeah. playing, um, I think he'll be a good pick. If, if he starts playing, though, who from that Chelsea team is picked <laughs> out? <laughs> That's my good thing. Question. So, like, yeah, because yeah, I, I've also been looking forward for him to come back, but then I go, well, but who's he replacing? Is he going to, will Mount's minutes be managed now? Say that three times fast. Mount's <laughs> minutes managed. <laughs> a Pulisic is also starting to deliver on, exactly, on the promise, yeah. you know. So yeah. and the, the one I'm super excited for is uh, Loftus Cheek. I love that boy. Mm. Are you still away of it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's still injured. Yeah, he'll only be back uh, November. Yeah. Any any Chelsea assets worth capitaling there? Um, I I don't know. I rate the Brighton defence. So uh, Ash, um, I'm captaining Tammy Abram. Wow! Um, wow! So, yeah. you, so you so genuinely—that's what you. Yeah. So last week I actually changed. Remember I told you guys I'm in a pe- captain Pookie. Yeah. And last minute change. Good thing I did. Pookie only got me two points, and I captain Aguero. But this week I'm definitely going with Tammy Abram. Oh, yeah. Who lulled you to that? Um, Funny, I just transferred him in to my team this oh, week. Yeah. I'm so definitely <laughs> captaining Tammy Abram. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. That's very interesting. So, um, uh, other four o'clock kickoffs on Saturday. Uh, Crystal Palace hosting Norwich. Um, will the Pookie party continue? Uh, remains to be seen. Uh, Wolves against Watford. I, I just don't know. I don't know if Wolves are really the team that they once were. Watford definitely not the team they once were. Um, and then <laughs> Spurs. Stalemate. Yeah, <laughs> stalemate. <laughs> and Spurs hosting Southampton. Now, um, talk about captaincy choices. My captain is, is in that fixture. Uh, Spurs, Southampton. Uh, I'm go- I brought Son in for, for Pepe. And, and definitely uh, I'm captaining Son uh, against Southampton. Um, and I hope that Spurs can shake off. You know what has been plaguing them? It just seems as if it's not the team that's gelled, gelling as before. They just not um, doesn't, they don't seem to be a unit. I think Pochettino have, has lost the spark. I, d- I, d- I don't see Harry Kane leading the line like he used to. I don't see the, the you know the entire Spurs squad playing the kind of football that made them so popular for for uh, you know as a, as. For you know, guys that were just watching football, I, I I don't see anything from Spurs that makes me excited, and that's what's worrying me. But out of all the players at Spurs, I do think Son's the guy to watch, and so therefore I brought him in, and I'm gonna put the captain band on him. Mm. Fingers crossed. Yeah, but no, yeah. I agree. I, I I just think those players are all tired. They're tired. Tired of what? Yeah, tired they, or tired they, of they, they. What's this? Is one of the first seasons that Potichino's brought in some players. Um, those guys have been playing together for the past few years since Bale left. Mm. Um, there's a lot of those guys that's still there. Um, I just think they haven't given Lamela uh, enough time on on the pitch, and I think he could also be a differential in the team. Mm. Um, he's he's one of those guys that could spark up something as well as Son. Son is such an exciting player to watch. I enjoy watching Spurs when Son's playing. When he's not in the team. Yeah. Well, There's not much going on because Ali's not there at the moment. That's so, a really yeah. sad thing that uh, to, to think, eh? That uh, yeah. a team that used to be very exciting. I think maybe Ericsson, The questions around him, whether he wants to be at Spurs, whether you, you know he wanted I to was leave. Say, yeah, yeah. That kind of affect the mood, the mood of the team, uh, the relationship with the manager. It, it all has an impact, I think. Mm. Well, um, we see that Man United. 
<laughs> then the late kickoff on Saturday is another, uh, probably also uh, quite a number of captaincy choices. Everton host Man City. Um, <laughs> who wants to take that one? <laughs> can, can I? Go for it. Can I just... So, my theme that I've picked for this week, I'm just going to just give you a quick rundown. Not a rundown on my team, but... So, I mentioned I have Dinia in my team and Yerimina. Hmm. Both of them are on my bench as second and third subs. Hmm. <laughs> so clearly, are you you thinking City is going to run over them? But, but of course, <laughs> I, I've also got Dinia, and, and and for me, I'm I'm leaving in my starting team because City are not infallible. They're not invincible. They they you know they they can leak a goal, uh, especially against set pieces, corners, and free kicks. City have been vulnerable. So yes, join me, start Dini. Okay. <laughs> okay. There's just one problem though. There's one problem is that Everton are bad. At home they yeah, seem to be really bad. horrible. Uh, I was just going to say that they're bad. They <laughs> are. Um they start off the season well, I think with a clean sheet, two clean sheets beginning of the season and they yeah. just fell off the clean sheet train. <laughs> Thought they're going to set it up for us, but so, no. so so if you're looking for a captain, it's I mean it's going to be like a De Bruyne, Sterling, Aguero. Those are your top choices in that game. Probably, probably if this for this week. I mean, I, a lot of guys would might might just go there. Well, yeah, you would, you would like to think that Sterling will play this weekend. Mm. I know there's a lot of questions in the air because he, what he put in seventy minutes on Tuesday night, but they were, but then they were saying that they'd rather him play on Tuesday night for match fitness to keep the match fitness mm. up instead of missing two games. Yeah. So mm. I mean, my captaincy is on Sterling, but. Yeah. How many more times can I do this? <laughs> the, the better question is, who's your vice captain? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna. It's an interesting one. It's actually gonna probably be on uh, Mason Mount. Wow. Okay. That, that, I like that. I'm so scared not earning more than one Chelsea player. That run is insane. Yeah. Yeah. So um, one fixture on Sunday. So uh, it's gonna be a boring Sunday, guys. My mom's birthday, so yeah, that's probably a good thing. <laughs> just one, just one, <laughs> one football game. I have a social life on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm so going to be working in the garden. <laughs> Leicester take on Newcastle. Uh, there, there are definitely points. Uh, Telemans, Madison. Madison's a little bit got a concern, um, but he's. I think he'll be good. I, I um, hear he's, I hear he's not going to make it. He's not going to make it. Wow. I hear he won't make it for this game. With Telemans? No, uh, Madison. Madison. Oh, so, oh Madison, so, yeah. See, that's the kind of injury that I worry about because it's not very clear. Sort of like, okay, yeah, maybe. And then he's not going to make it. And then one week becomes two. Two becomes four. Four become eight. <laughs> so, according to the physio room, just going back to the stats. Like it. Yeah. Um, Madison's potential return date is the 5th of October. Um, okay. Yeah. So there's a bit of uh, a comment here. He, he has a knock on his ankle. He looks a doubt for the weekend coming up. We'll see how it goes and how he recovers. So there's a potential of him playing this weekend or not, but his full return it will be yeah. next weekend. So 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 Mount had that, and Mount was out yeah. for a weekend a bit, and so it and could, then he played. Be, yeah, so sense. Madison might play this weekend. He might not. Yeah. Is there consensus though that Leicester run run that over Newcastle? Newcastle might want to park the bus in I this th- game. I think I I think they might just risk Madison and not take the chance. Yeah. It's Newcastle at home. Uh, uh, they're playing on King Power Stadium, Leicester's home ground. I think um, they might just rest. They have other players. I think they will rest Leicester. I mean, so mm. 
Yeah. Leicester won't rest. <laughs> Madison will rest, I think. Yeah. But Leicester, I, I see Leicester opening Newcastle up there. Yeah, comfortable two, three goals. Yeah, yeah. two, three goals. Well, we need it. If there's one game on Sunday, it needs to at least be 28-3 <laughs> or something. Usually these games, <laughs> these single games yeah. on a day, ends up in like a stale nil-nil. Yeah, I, I think Newcastle's going to go there for the for the, for the the goalless draw. I think they're gonna. Not, I don't think they're gonna park the bus, but I think they're going to. They're gonna walk away. The point is more. They'll be more than happy. I think. I, don't I know. got. I got faith in Brendan Rodgers. I'm. Yeah, absolutely. Think Leicester's winning that game, and I think and I, Leicester. Yeah. I I foresee, I foresee a, a Vardy double. Yeah. Hmm. And then we'll all be talking about Vardy next week. <laughs> 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 all right, and then Monday night football, guys. We've got a fixture on Monday night, mm, and it's a big one. Matter. It's a big one. It's it's like a, it's, a, it's massive. It's massive. Questions. I think Man it's United. like the two special teams in the league at the moment. I don't know if Aiden will agree <laughs> yeah. with me, but I think it's like the two special teams. The special child yes. of the Premier League is just the Twins. This. Uh, yeah, nine o'clock kickoff. Man United versus Arsenal. Adrian's going to be up for it. I'll sit up for it. Ash will yeah. definitely watch. Yeah. Um, Jason will watch for the for the laugh for the u- humor factor. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm fully in that game. I'm so excited. What do you think, Jason? Seeing that um, you're the neutral. Yeah, you're the neutral, and you're a football lover, Premier League lover. Um, United has quite a list of injuries. Rashford out. What do you think? Well, firstly. What I don't like about this game is that it's on a Monday night, because yeah. Monday night games just are a different. It's a different ball game. Those like when yeah. the, when games are played under the lights at later at night. I don't know. They just tend mm. to be duller affairs yeah. in terms of the amount of goals scored. But I've been proven wrong many a time on this podcast. So <laughs> so, so I mean, so I'm hoping, but. Um, Look, I'll be honest. I see, uh, I, I see Arsenal winning that one, but like I've told you, I'm I'm thinking of starting Greenwood this weekend. Because, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They've got no players. The, the other Mason. Mason say, Greenwood. Yeah, the other yeah. Mason. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. But, but but Jason will start Mason. No, like I've also got I've also got Mason um, Greenwood, and um, I'm 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 also starting him. So that makes two of us. Um, but that's, I think, wishful thinking, hopeful thinking, um, hoping that Man United, you know, at home will do something, be able to do something against Arsenal. Uh, I feel like Man United are going to be, play brave attacking football. And I think Arsenal might go and do the same. Mm-hmm. And that might just be a, a really open game. Um, and with Pogba back, I feel like the United are going to be a force again. Uh, uh, you know something that Arsenal might have to be careful of and if they don't have their ducks in the row Man United might just do what they did to Chelsea that's possible um, but conversely Arsenal gets the first goal Aubameyang's firing I just think then United on the back foot it's one of those games I think the first team that scores most probably is the team that's going to be able to go in and press on yeah. and, and put the, pile the pressure I want to hear from you too. You, you, these are the teams you guys support. So give, so, us, give us information. Um, Martial has a potential return on on Monday night. Um, he hasn't been training much. I think he's lacking a bit of match fitness. But should he be um, in the team on Monday, then I think you know it might stand a chance. Um, seeing that Rashford is out, Pogba's back, Martial up front. Um, I think he might just be chosen if he comes back. He'll be chosen over Mason Greenwood. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. So, so you yeah. don't you you don't see Greenwood starting 
if he starts, we won't play a full game. Um, then Martial will come on, yeah. taking I, that that front line. You know what's been very Definitely. interesting this season. Uh, uh, so, Solskjaer has spoken big about the youth and about being brave and the selections and things. But when it comes to the big game or the game that matters, he, he defaults back to his mm. his tried and trusted player that hasn't really delivered. So it's the kind of game where Jesse Lingard and uh, Martial and Matic and, and Mata, where they all show up and play. And it makes every United fan upset because the youngsters, you know, if the, the old guard are not delivering, so you yeah. might as well let the youngsters play. I don't know, from, a, from an Arsenal point of view? what? Well, here's my thing. What the Premier League has lacked for me over the last couple of years is true rivalry. Uh, when United and Arsenal were at the peak of their powers, there was an intense rivalry. And even with Liverpool and Man City Pizza performing throwing. as they do, there isn't that sense of niggle and rivalry between them, even when they meet, even. What, and with both Arsenal and United struggling in recent years and past seasons, getting to, to reach the levels of Liverpool and Man City, I feel like we almost got another rivalry, but on a different level at this point. They're both trying to rebuild. They both have issues with their defense, um, trying to find the right combinations up front as well. Um, I think we're, gonna in, we're in for a scoring draw, uh, possibly a 2-0, two, oh, sorry, 2-all. And if there is players that are going to um, kind of make a difference, it'll be like an Obama Yang moment, a mm. wonder strike from him, uh, perhaps even a Nicola Pepe coming into the play as well. Yeah. But then Daniel James, uh, I'm really uh, excited by him. I, I like what he's, he's doing on the pitch. And then if Greenwood plays, absolutely, he'll, he'll get a shot. I've got a question for you. What? <laughs> it's like a grab to pick. What was up with Pepe taking the penalty? The penalty, yeah. <laughs> he scored though. Yeah. Well, the, the that's not the question. I, like, well, he ain't in my team. From what so I heard, he's so I don't want him to score. <laughs> from what I heard, it was Aubameyang that kind of okayed it. From, from yeah. what I, I believe yeah. so. So, so Emery says, Emery says yeah. it was Aubameyang's decision to make. Sure. Um, no, I so believe either so, he yeah. took it or or, or uh, Pepe. I think it's probably a way of of, of bringing Pepe into the fold and and. Um, being more of a, a team player, as yeah, well. big ups so, to Birmingham. Uh, yeah. So all of that will add to Pepe's confidence going into a United match. Uh, mm. You know, having a goal under your belt, uh, even if it's pe- it is a penalty. Uh, there's, all I mean, so there's you know camaraderie at the in the Arsenal ranks, but there's no camaraderie no, in Man United's ranks. They're all just fighting to see who can have the best fashion label I think oh gosh United no. we are not that old chestnut do you no. want to I mean you can this is a safe space don't forget Ash you can always rant eh? you can always say what you need to say guys <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening with my team um, we played West Ham this weekend and we lost 2-0 and Hola didn't even score um, we have injuries of note <laughs> Lingard, if 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 Lingard's football is is as any good as his social media Instagram, I think it will be a good play. But yeah, um, now I need I need my my boys to to come back. The United fans are waiting for them. Um, we must we must our old United team. Please play that music while <laughs> I just read this read this 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 little <laughs> quote that I it's a this is a quote on Twitter at the moment. Okay, it's a so this is said by somebody. Manchester United is a dream job for any coach. I have confidence. I have courage. I have ideas. <laughs> this is said by Arsene Wenger. <laughs> okay, enough. Uh, let's really? let's no, move on. Really? Uh, no, please. This rant was sponsored by Kleenex. <laughs> <laughs> 
Come on, boys. All right, you all right, can do okay. it. Okay. So now let's move on from that very uh, Darwin note to uh, to a more exciting uh, corner. It's okay. beat the clock time. Ash, you've got, got the clock ready. Um, uh, yeah. The way it works, it's um, captain for the week. Uh, which team will get the clean sheet? And player or players to look out for. That's usually the tough one. Um, so whoever is ready, you may take it away. Who is it going to be? I'll go. Uh, okay, you I'll go. go. You'll go. Okay, your time begins in. Okay, Captain Choice. Sterling, please, please, please. <laughs> please play. I'm going to just add some extra time. Please, 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 Sterling. Clean sheet, Leicester. Player to look out for. Pookie Party's back. Wow, yeah, well please. done. Sterling, please. You, you wasted so much time on your captain and, and you still got it all yeah, in. No, that's wow. super <laughs> impressive. <laughs> okay, Wes, you ready? Yes, let's go. Uh, captain Son, Spurs against Southampton. Clean sheet, Leicester against Newcastle. Player to look out for. I didn't give this much thought, but I'm going to go with Mason Greenwood. I think he's starting for United and I think he's scoring against Arsenal. Sure. Nice. Uh, Adrian? Ready. All right. My captain, I'm going to go with you, Ash. Abraham, Tammy Abraham. Uh, I think he's going to do well. Clean sheet, Man City against Everton. I can't see any problems for them there. And my player to watch, Tillemans. Come on. He's got to do something for me. I'm still backing him. <laughs> you know, he actually nice. doesn't Good have way. to do so anything loyal, so for loyal. you. <laughs> he does, he's not <laughs> under any <laughs> well, yes. no contract. I'll you. WhatsApp him. <laughs> mm. Cool. So, my captain, Tammy Abram, um, Chelsea. Chelsea got a good run of fixtures. I think um, Tammy will score two goals against Brighton, the least. Um, clean sheet, I think, um, Aston Villa. Oh. And McGinn wow. to the for. Did you have 15 what? seconds? Yeah. <laughs> I think this thing, this thing is rigged. Yeah. This thing is rigged. <laughs> like, my time is always running out. Gee, was. <laughs> oh, well. Right, uh, so there you have it, guys. Um, use it, don't use it. Uh, we've done the best we could with the fixture previews and the advice throughout this podcast. We'll be back next week again for game week eight. Um, yeah, it's going to be a big one. It's going to be October already. Um, next game week coming up this coming weekend wraps up uh, September. So we'll have a new manager of the month. Yeah. Um, if you want to be part of the mini league, the EWN Sport Fancy Football Mini League, the the, the code to join the league is in the description of this podcast. So make you check, make sure you check that out and join us. Uh, could be lots of fun. Um, and then, uh, yeah, of course, um, there's only one thing left to say. May your sheets always be clean. <laughs>